Hi, I'm Julia Bramble. And I'm Ian Anson Gray. Welcome to the Free Range Social Show. <laughs> As always, this podcast episode is a recording of a live show where the audience was able to interact with us. And if you'd like to be part of one of these live shows, then head on down to freerangesocialshow.com so you can find out when our next live show is. <laughs> Join us and you can ask your own questions and get involved with the discussion. So, without further ado, here is this week's show. Welcome to the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Bramble. It's social media uncaged. Getting your social media marketing moving. Hello, welcome to the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Bramble. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, this is really weird. I'm getting a lag. So I heard you before I actually saw you move, which was really weird. Oh, well. So, so don't mind me if I'm a little bit out for the rest of this. <laughs> we might be getting a few technical issues. Never mind. We've lived with them before. We have, yeah. It could be my, my little uh, Mac not coping with, with all the stuff that we fling at it. But anyway, never mind. What are we talking about today, Julia? Today we are talking about pros and cons and joys and heartache associated with guest blogging because some people love it as a way to grow their business and some people slate it. So we would love to know what you think and what your experience is. Definitely. So let us know. Do please comment, share, like, and uh, get involved with the conversation. Uh, we've got some lovely people here. We've got uh, Jeff C is here. So Hello. howdy, howdy, Jeff. And we've also got Mark Orr. Um, great to have you here. I think my computer is being very slow at the moment. And Lisa Jenkins as well from Social Media Examiner. Great to have you here. And yes, Jeff is saying, Ian, you may want to refresh. Your sound is off. Oh, well, never mind. Technology. It's great, isn't it? Technology is brilliant. Does that mean no one can hear us? I think you can hear. I think it's just okay, my. Just I think out I th of sync think we're you. out of sync. But uh -huh, uh, so it's not just me. It's not just me. The whole world is out of sync with you. Indeed. <laughs> I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can behind the scenes, and hopefully it'll be all Perfect. right. Perfect. Anyway, you've... as long as it doesn't cut us off like it did last week. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, we had some problems. So you've you've had some experience with uh, guest blogging recently, haven't you, Julia? Nah. Go on, yes, tell, tell, tell my, us all. You, uh, while while my you blog for social media examiner just went live today, as we said a few minutes ago, timing is everything. And that was me talking about the dentist. But more exciting things than the dentist is my latest article being published today. So yes, my experience of guest blogging has largely revolved around blogging for social media examiner. But I have blogged for a few other sites as well. But it's always very exciting when you get the notification from social media examiner. And it does mean that your Twitter feed is likely to blow up as well. So it's good to have some warning. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, um, so yeah, in terms of uh, your experience with guest blogging, why, why did you go about doing that? You know, why write on somebody else's blog? I mean, obviously, you know, we know the Social Media Examiner is a very popular blog, you could say, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but what's in it for you, spending all that time? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I've had these discussions with people, with other social media people, and, and they kind of, I've almost got the impression that they've tried guest blogging for a few big sites and they've given up because they didn't get 
any visitors across to their website or not an appreciable leap in visitors to their own website from the big site that they were they were blogging for and I kind of I always thought that was a little bit odd at the time and I think that was before I'd actually submitted my pieces to social media examiner because I kind of thought well surely it's not all about just sending visitors across to your website surely it's about more than that which is much more of building relationships and positioning and and being seen as an expert in what you're writing about by the audience that actually reads your article on the big site. And, and that, to me, actually, is what it's all about, because you, Ian, know more than most. <laughs> My website is pretty pants anyway. So the thought of people rushing over there from this, this big website to go and visit it is quite, is quite scary, actually. Um, but it's much more about the positioning and getting in front of a whole new audience with what it is that you've got to say which is such a fab opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, so I mean that it is I think uh part of it is that if we're if we're blogging we we might be blogging for years and years and years but if we're blogging just on our blog we're going to have a limited audience, aren't we? And so we're wanting exactly. to get our message out there to the rest of the world and other other places out there will have uh either bigger audiences or different audiences. So that's uh something to something to think about. Now I'm just going to try one thing. Now the we never never do this. I this is something I would never recommend doing live. <laughs> Don't on do this at home, folks. <laughs> but I'm just going to try instead of actually having to restart the the, uh, the the whole live broadcast. I'm just going to try and do something. But it could knock Julia off. So we might have to bring Some you back would in. Say that's a good thing. No. So <laughs> let's just see what happens. Right, just one second, and I think that has actually taken Julia off. Oh dear, technology is great when it works, isn't it? So let's just bring Julia back in, but hopefully this is going to be a little bit better. Um, never do this on a live show, but we're just having a little bit of lag and I think Skype was being a bit dodgy. So I'm going to bring Julia in again. Um, but anyway, on this live show, we are talking about uh, guest blogging. Guest blogging and we're looking at whether guest blogging can actually grow your business. That is my grow sound. Just going to try and bring Julia on again. See if I can do that. So guest blogging. Let us know what you think about guest blogging. What it's done for you if you've tried it or what stopped you from doing it. I would love to know from you what your experience has been with guest blogging. So some experiences that I've had with guest blogging. I have certainly done some guest blogging for Social Media Examiner and a few other websites out there as well. And they've certainly been amazing for me in terms of reaching out to another audience out there. I've got, you know, over the years, my blog has grown and I've had uh, a lot of a lot of exposure, but that's taken a big, long time to, to get to that point. And I found that with guest blogging, I was able to uh, get, get, my, get my expertise and my knowledge out to different audiences, uh, which I was going to, I was always going to find difficult doing that by myself. I was always going to find that really tough uh, to to bring out to to uh, reach out to those audiences on my own because the likes of Social Media Examiner or all these other publications that I've published to I, I found that difficult I would have found that difficult to reach those people on my own now I think we've got Julia back let's just see yes uh, let's see if I can I, I can I am back you. excellent good we're having one of those days aren't we Julia we certainly are that was fun messing around in Skype it wouldn't let me call you what we're going to do and i don't think the i think the lag is still here 
But never mind. <laughs> Great. After we're all here, of that. Back. So what have you been saying? Oh, no, don't say it all again because that would be really boring. No, I was on. just pontificating about, and my experience really about uh, guest blogging and the fact that it, it really does allow you to reach out to other audiences, uh, which you would, you know, would take you a long time to to reach, if, if at all, because these other publications that you're, you're, you're going, you're publishing to have got their own, um, you know, loyalty that they've had to build up over the years. So anyway, enough of me. What, yeah, absolutely. what would you like to say, and Julia, I've... after we've got all that tech sorted? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we have and maybe we haven't. But, I mean, there is also this thing about, and I'm no SEO person, you're more about, you know, much more about SEO than I do, about um, getting links back to your website from um, super duper big websites that get loads and loads of traffic as well. So she explaining it in words of one syllable, ones that I can actually understand. <laughs> so, I mean, that is a bonus, isn't it, of, of guest blogging the Google juice, I guess you get to some extent. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think there's definitely some of that. And uh, I think getting just is, is just a case of you know getting getting your name out there and uh building building beyond your building a tribe beyond your tribe does that make sense yes you're not nodded the head yes it certainly <laughs> does it certainly does but i know that a few years ago guest blogging was kind of it was all the rage and it was mm. something that a lot of seoe types were recommending that we do and nowadays, I don't see so much stuff about it. So, so what's happened out there? Has the tide turned? Is it not so good for SEO, or is it just, is it just the the kind of workload thing that that people aren't so keen on anymore? That's a really interesting question. Uh, that it seems that guest blogging is getting a bit of a bad name, and so that's I think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about this, because uh, I, I mentioned before I'm getting a huge number of these emails from people who are wanting to write blogs on my blog uh, and then they send you another one just in case you hadn't read that that email <laughs> and then oh I'm just checking I've sent you these 10 emails I just I you know really want to make sure because I've got a great <laughs> yeah. series of blogs and uh, so we, we, we but so what I'm trying to say I think there's still power because the fact that these people are wanting to send out these automated emails shows that there is definitely still power in guest blogging I think it just doesn't have the sexiness that it maybe had right at the start of all of this. You know, it's it's just something that you do. And so it's it's not kind of like live video or something at the forefront of technology. This is something that has been tried and tested and does work. But maybe, maybe there is a little bit too much of it. And maybe it's been done, been done, done badly. I think there is a lot of guest blogs a lot of guest blogs are done badly. I, I certainly accepted when I first started blogging a, a lot of guest blogs that weren't really that good. And then I realized, actually, you know, my, my blog is all about quality. I, 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 so I now very, very rarely accept guest blogs. I only accept it from uh, of usually people that I know or uh, people that have referred me onto somebody. So, uh, uh, yes, so it's actually becoming more and more difficult to write guest blogs on other people's publications. And uh, that's probably a good thing because I think we should be focused on quality now and relationship building. So, you know, if you want to write a yeah. guest blog on somebody else's blog or publication, then don't just send an email out to them saying, hey, I've got this great blog post. You know, actually 
talk with her, you know, actually spend some time to build relationships with them over time. And then maybe you'll get to the point when you can ask that question and get a positive um, answer back. Yes. So it's not one of these sort of overnight miracle things that a lot of marketers like to use to sell their wares, their courses and products and services. So exactly maybe that is why it's losing favor because people are finding that they can't just one day decide that they want to guest blog on, on eight different sites and, and by the next day they've managed to do it. It does actually require a little bit of work. And like you say, the relationship building, first of all, that's a really good point. Yeah. I think it's all all comes down to relationships. We we it, there are very few quick fixes, and you know yes, we can automate certain things, but I think these automated emails that you send that people send oh. out they just they just don't work. They just don't work. I mean, I they I just don't even have to. I used to reply to these emails very politely and say no, I don't accept blog guest blog posts on my site. Uh, I, but now I, I just get so many that I just have to bin them all, and yeah. Uh, that's just and then the, they get more and more insistent, don't they? And they do. Like you they, say, just in case you didn't see my last email, or can I take it that? And it's just like, ah. <laughs> I'm sure Lisa Jenkins can uh, give us some stories on that. And I'd love to hear yes. from you, Lisa, in terms of people asking for guests uh, to write for Social Media Examiner. I'm sure we get a lot. Of, you get a lot of that. Uh, so Lisa actually says on the publisher side, getting a quality guest post is much more difficult than it used to be. So that's interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Really interesting. So I wonder why that is, you know, because I think, you know, both of us have had this experience, Julia, when we write for a publication like Social Media Examiner, we, we don't take that lightly. It's it's no. a huge undertaking. And we probably spend, well, I think we both spend a ridiculous amount of time <laughs> and effort yes. into that blog post because we understand the how important it is, the quality and and that's what you know that's what social media examiner are looking for um but you know what wh whichever platform which sorry whichever blog you're writing for then i think quality is important uh and maybe people are just looking for the quick fix i i actually think though that i see this across the board with blogging anyway uh because i, I think people just are i mean some of the posts that i see are just really short and that they're, they're they're not doing the research they're just not doing the research and they're just putting something up there just for the sake of putting it up there. I see this across the board and people are doing a quick Google search and coming up with top, the top 10 social media tools or top 10 tips or, oh. you know, and yeah. they've not really done much research with that. So um, I, I do think that's a big issue. Nic Nicola, uh, sorry, Nicole Osborne says, I agree. Oh, hi, you Nicole. I agree you need to nurture relationships first. Social media works so well for this. And I think that the, the, the thing there is the important word there, of course, is social. We've mentioned that before. Uh, Nicole's absolutely great at this, you know, uh, building those relationships. Um, and I agree you need to nurture relationships first. Uh, so, yes, that's what she says. I've just re I think she's repeated herself, but um, it's a very good point. So <laughs> good to be repeated. So I guess the other reason, thinking hmm. about it, why it might have fallen out of favor a little bit is if people aren't seeing lots of visitors back to their website as a result of guest blogging on somebody else's site or maybe they're not getting the leads if they've got um, a blog that points to a squeeze page or a download or something like that um, then maybe they're just really struggling to actually measure anything tangible that they're getting in return and I know there is so much pressure on 
people and businesses, isn't there, to actually be able to give like tangible numbers back to prove where all this work and effort is going. And even as a solopreneur, yeah. you kind of feel that you need to be able to to measure metrics all the time. And if you don't have something where you can sort of put a marker in the sand and say, yeah, I know I got this result because of all that hard work I put in, then, then maybe it does get people to think twice. Yeah, I think we need to look at the data. Data is really important. But, you know, when it comes to some of these things, it's to, it's to do with brand awareness and very difficult to kind of work out what the yeah. return on investment is. So I think, yes, look at the data, but sometimes you need to be in there for the long term. So when we when we've written for publications and when we've accepted blog posts, I think you, you're not going to see those, you're not going to see overnight success. Uh, it's it's a case of gro- building those, growing those, um, your the number of links that you have and growing your the brand awareness over time. I, I think the person that comes to mind for this was Ian Cleary. Ian Cleary, I mean, he still does this, but certainly when he first started, he's a, he's a very uh, popular a blogger and tech guy and he did so much guest blogging right at the start and the seo impact on his site is huge i mean it is um the number of kind of high quality links that he has still today from all the guest yeah. blogs he he undertook those years ago so that but that didn't happen overnight that just takes time uh there are some exceptions to that. And of course, again, you know, going back to Social Media Examiner, I mean, Social Media Examiner is such a popular site that sometimes when you you uh, publish a blog on there, it can it can deliver a huge amount of traffic back to your site. And and so you've got to be prepared for that. If When that happens, is your, is your blog able to take that? And uh, I, I, I remember when I published a, a post on uh, Social Media Examiner, I had thousands and thousands of, of links back from the Facebook page. So just just be aware wow. of that. That can sometimes happen. Um, that might be why I got that little email today from SiteGround. There, yeah, right maybe, there. maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it just shows the power of 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 uh, relationships as well because I had the same thing uh, when Mary Smith uh, shared a, a link to a post I wrote on my website. Oh, well, I remember took, that. Took, yeah. down, took down my site uh, for, <laughs> for, for days and days. I mean, it was awful. Now, Mark Orr asks a really interesting question. Uh, which is, I know we're focusing today on blogging, but he's asking the question about vlogging. You know, how do you how do you guys feel about guest vlogging? And I suppose that, that's an interesting one. Is it any different? Is it any different? Any thoughts from you, Julie, on that? Oh, why'd you put me up well, first? I, 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 that's well, I so can, unfair. I can, I can give you my thoughts if you want. So I just uh, yeah, you go for it. You go for it first. While I collect mine, <laughs> you collect your thoughts. Well, I think uh, for, in in many ways it's it's no different. Uh, it's it's it works very similarly. But I have heard stories. I mean, when you're building your channel, I think it's important to to build it to grow it yourself. And actually, I, I would say this. For, for blogging, it's important that you get your name out there. That if, it, particularly if it's a personal brand, yeah. I think that's really, really important. But um, I think once you've established your channel, then it's it's potentially a good idea to to get other people to build partnerships with other channels and to and you can drive a lot of uh, well traffic or, or subscribers that way. I know a lot of vloggers that do this really, really well. I have heard also though that. It's not always a good idea in terms of the thumbnail, the imagery, to put someone else's face on your 
on the on the oh. blogs on the on the vlogs sorry on the actual uh, sorry the the actual thumbnails or the videos because people get used to seeing you and if they see someone else they're probably not going to click on it so i think you need to kind of think very carefully about whether it's going to be in partnership with the other person whether it's something you're going to do together or whether it's something that's completely over to them i re- i'm a big fan of tom scott who i've probably mentioned a few times and he, he's got a fantastic YouTube channel. And what he does, he does for about a month of the year, I think in January, he does accept guest videos. But uh, he's he always starts off introducing the person at the beginning of the video. So it's still his channel. I think that's something to think about. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, I guess because you can build relationships even more quickly via video, you, you do get the same effects, except you get them slightly accelerated mm. say i mean i know that i've been on tim hughes's vlog um but the way he does it is he would he would interview he would do it as like like a podcast so you you'd be the equivalent of a podcast guest except on video which i think is quite a nice way of doing it especially from what you've just said about people building the relationship with the person or the people that have set up the channel, then you don't want to kind of lose that and just switch over to somebody else entirely. It would be like a bit of a jolt, wouldn't it? So still featuring yourself in the video in some way, shape or form works quite well. And I know Timothy says like he gets amazing, amazing numbers of views and visitors to his channel by doing this series of interviews. So That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you're interested in I mean, I know um, many of many of you are, are, who are watching are involved with YouTube or investing in YouTube, but uh, it's certainly something to think about if you're wanting to grow your channel to invest in getting other people on to your, to your channel, but also if there's possibility of you going onto other people's channels, that's definitely a great way to grow to grow your channel. Um, Nicole says, uh, "Great question. I feel much more relaxed about guest vlogging than guest blogs." And she said she wrote a blog for Andrew and Pete about her personal branding journey. And oh, it yeah. went through so many drafts, but uh, she was really glad she did it. It helped me find her voice, helped her find a voice, and it's far for SEO. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, certainly blogging, you get the SEO juice a lot more than you do with, with video. Uh, but it's all about growing the channel, isn't it? It's all about the brand yeah. awareness. It is. And it is that immediate hit of relationship building that you get with video as well that you don't necessarily get with blogging. And as Nicole says, you can, you know, you can write blogs and you, you and people can get to know who you are and what you've got to say and your voice. But that does generally take a longer time, doesn't it, for that to, to sort of emerge than it yeah. does. Say if you watch a 20 minute video, you've got a pretty good idea by the end of it about much more about that person. So, yeah, pros and cons, I guess. But Nicole, I'm with you on the drafts. The number of drafts I write for the social media examiner blogs is crazy too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. Yeah, and it's interesting. Lisa, Lisa says, "Did we break your site?" We'll have to find uh, out later. You might have done. <laughs> I'm gonna go and find out. But it's in a in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> in a very good way. It's all for a good cause, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So Nicole says, "Could you use journal request on Twitter?" I'm not sure what she's referring to then, but. Uh... Um, do you know? Oh, know. forgetting. Well, I mean, it serves the same purpose, doesn't it? If people are writing articles and you get yourself mentioned in an article. Mm, that's true. And in fact, that's exactly how I got myself 
not only mentioned by the Guardian, but I got a full page spread for me and my family and the Guardian and the Observer off the back of that. And I was one of their experts for their small business um, kind of online chat things that they do as well. So in terms of SEO and recognition, that was fab. And that was all through journal request on Twitter. So yes. Yes, it's no, I, that, that makes sense. That <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So if you're looking to write a guest blog uh, and to get yourself published, particularly in a news publication such as The Guardian, uh, definitely search for the hashtag journal request on Twitter. That's a great, a great point, Nicole. I wasn't quite sure what you meant, but that makes yeah. perfect sense. So, and she's clarified uh, just that someone, somebody asked where to find niche guest bloggers. So um, yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. And then just search, you know, Google bloggers with whatever niche it is that you're you're looking for. And there is a site. Is it Onalytica has lists of influencers? They put together lists of influencers. So you can pop onto there. I think it's Onalytica. You can pop onto there and see which influencers are cropping up on the list because they do some quite niche ones there. Interesting. I don't I've not heard about that, but maybe you could you find out later? Yeah, I will just double check that I have be, remembered right because, be you know, injection into my gum, adult brain. So I'll go and check it out and, of course, and um, I'll put it yeah, in the comments. That would be great. And of course, the other thing, you know, that, I mean, the, we, we were particularly focusing on blogging, but there are, you know, you could be a, on a podcast. There, there, there's the opportunity to be on other people's podcasts, on live shows, Absolutely. all that kind of stuff. So it, it's... You know, the, the, we can we can talk about. It doesn't really matter what the platform is. We can talk about it on an, any platform. So, any other final thoughts before we we finish, Julia, on, on guest blogging? Well, I would love to know if you've ever had an example in of of maybe business coming in or like something happening that you know has happened as a result of maybe a guest blog or a, a being a guest on a podcast or something like that. Yeah, I was trying to think about this, and in all honesty, I can't think of a specific example but this shows the the issue really in analyzing this because i if for example it's, it's like going to a conference uh, or yeah. speaking at a conference sometimes you can't tell whether there's a direct correlation between you going to a conference speaking at a conference or, or writing a guest blog and some extra business or clients that have come in but what i can tell you is that once i i did start speaking at conferences once i did start guest blogging and the 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 amount of traffic i was getting on my website went up a huge amount and the relationships i built over years was was also directly correlated to that yeah and so i i think and and of course as a result of that i've got more business i've got more clients so the answer is yes, but I can't put it down to one particular post or uh, a number of, of things. It's it's not quite as specific as that. So I can definitely say with all honesty that guest blogging has made a massive impact on my business, um, but I can't be more specific than that. And I think you, we just have to be realistic about, about that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's absolutely fair enough. And, and also look at the cumulative effect of doing of doing that and as you say speaking and going on people's podcasts and and commenting on other people's blogs as well so that they actually know that you exist and that you actually give as well as sort of expecting things from other people all the time not you personally but I know this goes on a lot um yes so it's a cumulative effect of all that combined isn't it that's such a good point as well and and if you write a a post on somebody else's blog a guest post guest post 
then yeah, do get involved with the comments. Don't just just publish it and that's it. And I'm sure yeah. you're going to be doing this, Julia. You know, when people comment on your blog post, you're going to go in there and you're going to get involved with the conversation because Absolutely. It, it's it and so and also share it out and make sure that your comments are more than one syllable. You know, uh, <laughs> the amount of blog comments I get saying thanks, cool, <laughs> oh. Yes, doesn't add a lot of value, does it? True. So I think we should probably leave it there. I'm getting slightly dizzy looking at my uh, slightly out of sync um, <laughs> video. And I do apologize for that, everyone. I think Julia seems to be okay. Mine seems to be out of sync. So well, I'm going well, to little, say? <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a little bit of digging uh, and see what the issue is there. But uh, that's the beauty of live video. Isn't it just? It's great stuff. So um, thank you for watching, everyone. We will be back next Monday, I hope. It's December, yeah. isn't it? Oh, crikey. So it is. Exciting Christmas. Very, very exciting. Christmas is coming. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know what we're going to be talking about. If you've got any ideas of what we can talk about, uh, we'd love to hear from you and let us know. We absolutely would. We might be talking about engagement out on social media networks, mightn't we? We thought that would be a good I topic. I think that would be a very good topic. Very good topic. So, um, yeah, let's do that. I'm just going to have to do uh, this one more time. It really does sound like you sat on a whoopee cushion. It does a bit. But anyway, on that happy note, we'll be, we'll be with you next week. And uh, just before we go, how can people find out a bit more about you, Julia? What's the best place? And how can oh, people find I'm, out I'm about at Julia your blog? Bramble everywhere, at Julia Bramble. Thank on your, you. And you, Ian? Uh, IAG.me and Ian Gray everywhere. So. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Hopefully we'll be a little bit more, or I will be a little bit more in sync next week. A, bit, a little bit less laggy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see you soon, everyone. Thanks Bye. Bye. That was the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Brown. See you next week. Better attend to those cows.